0: Yes, welcome back to the Mate How Good Was podcast with me, Josh, and him, Lewis. That's me. I'm Lewis. And yeah, it is a welcome back after our first
1: podcast. Should we call it a success, Josh? Mm. Yeah, I would. We're international. We are international. <laughs> Thank you to those, was it four people yeah. in the United States? That that, no, it was eight.
0: Eight, eight people. Eight people in the United States. Few in Belgium, few in Spain, oh. few in Italy. Yeah, international. Thank you to our to our international listeners. Um, yeah I, I'm shocked I like uh, the sound of that to be yeah, honest well it just goes to show the impact that big handsome history <laughs> has internationally yeah massive player mate massive player um, just want to say a massive thank you as well to to everyone for listening um, and to, for the five star reviews etc uh, it, it really helps so thanks everyone um, well what's the reason we do this podcast Josh you know why do we sit here in your lounge sometimes and, and do this to talk about football and have a laugh, really, yeah, exactly, is, is literally it. So, thank you, everyone. Um, if you haven't listened to the first podcast, please go back and listen to it. Um, it has got sixteen five star reviews. So, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say, it's, I don't want to say it's amazing, but hey, I mean, it's not. That's bad. more <laughs> than that's
1: more than I ever expected. Yeah, that's it's not much, that's not bad for basically two people who just sat here and chatted shit. Let's <laughs> let's face it for for an hour and seventeen minutes.
0: We can't make this one that long. No, no we can yeah, yeah gonna, we probably yeah, will yeah, yeah well. we're gonna um just as a as a summary for what the idea of the podcast is about if you haven't listened to our first one we're basically having a look at um how good football as well went in when football was a was better essentially in long story short yeah it was better wasn't it yeah i was i was gonna say this podcast i was
1: like oh i'm not gonna bash too much on football of today but football was better yeah like 15 20 years ago i enjoyed watching football more and i think you know, lots of people that we talk... Maybe it's a generational thing, though. Yeah. Like, all of our friends are obviously the same age as us. Maybe, you know, maybe it's that... Maybe we're that old now. Like, when our parents used to say, oh, the 80s was the best era for music. Neil Chopper Harris as well, for footballers as well. Oh, oh they yeah. did proper tackles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We're them now. Yeah, we are them. We are them. Th- Brilliant. Yeah. Um. So, what I think would be good, Josh... Well, for me, anyway, as an Arsenal fan, I just... um. Wanted to highlight a few little things about the weekend, the weekend in football, because, uh, well, as as you all heard from from the last podcast, Josh is a Man United fan, and Poo. yeah, I'm not going to give you too much for a platform to to go off on one here. In three words, summarize Man United currently: fucking dog shit. I think that is fair. Is
0: dog shit confused. one word or two words? I would say dog shit is. Well, it could be hyphenated. I reckon. I reckon. All right fucking dog shit toothless yeah it's my three words it's very bad Josh yeah it's not good is it no and what what makes things worse is I slagged off Christian Budisic last week (laughs) 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 he can't fight I slagged him off last week and we're now interested in taking him on loan and I actually thought yeah that'd that'd be all right I'd take it I did slag him off and I've I've told my mates privately that I think he's shite but the sad thing is I would take him I don't think he's a shite footballer. No, nah. he's a good footballer. We're uh, he just can't fight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he just can't fight. I don't think we can say he's a bad footballer. Um, you would take Pulisic on loan.
0: Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would take Pulisic on loan. Um, yeah, it's just we, we, we're, oh, we're like that creepy bloke in a nightclub that just that just <laughs> that's just has a pop with for anyone and anything. <laughs> we, I just the the rumours that go every day we're linked with like three other players and it just stinks of desperation like we've got no idea and it's just it it's literally every day there's someone else and I'm like oh I won't mind that and it just it just nothing happens from it I I can't believe that we've been constantly flirting with players now for months and we've got what three in the door Carragher
1: and um, Neville did something quite interesting on the Sky Sports I don't know if you saw it yeah the transfers the right. transfers from 2013 and they categorised them into green amber and red and there's no. something ridiculous like 30 transfers on there Yeah. two of them were green yeah Ibrahimo- Ibrahimovic and Fernandez.
0: yeah and Ibrahimovic was uh, uh, th- both of them are questionable as well weren't they um,
1: Fernandez, I would say no like Fernandez is clearly a quality player and he had impact in his first season and he will get that back again but Ibrahimovic
0: I, d- I don't think. It well, actually, spent a whole second season injured.
1: Yeah, but it's it's the it's it's what he gives you behind the scenes, isn't it?
0: What like fighting power? Yeah, like yeah. that. The, the fight you wouldn't fight Ibrahimovic, would you? No, that's what we need. We need we just need someone hard. We need a in there. Just to to we're too we're too toothless. We're just let's not talk, let's not talk about United too much because this is no. Uh, let's not. This, talk this isn't about the make United, how shit much. were. Man. Let's United. talk about how class Arsenal were. Yeah, you all right? You all, all right? right? Yeah, you all right. We were unreal.
1: Gonna win the league? No. Of course we're not gonna win the league. Like, the thing is with us, is we look really good against Leicester. We conceded two stupid goals, own goal from William Saliba, which I thought was harsh because um he was kind of forced into that and other than that had another really good game. Yeah. Um but look, let's face reality here and let's let's be realistic. Arsenal are only ever sort of four or five games away from Capitulation, yeah, from getting our ass handed to us, and it will happen this season. Like, you know, Mikel Arteta is going to start running
0: out of terrible, cheesy things to do in the dressing d- room before games. I don't he, think he will. He can't have. He cannot have that. Have you? Have you? Are you up to date with it? I'm now? up to date at the moment. Yeah. Not spoiler alert. If you haven't watched any of it, have you seen the? What, if it's not actually out yet, but have you seen the preview for the next episode where he's walking around the dressing room with a light bulb? I love <laughs> that. I love why Yeah, but.
1: Hold on a minute. It's not Thomas Edison. What's he doing? <laughs> What's hey, he's trying to galvanize the players, and he's trying to. I d- he's trying different things. Well, Let's. Nothing else has worked since Wenger left. So, uh, mate, and it's, it's clearly having it's clearly having some sort of impact and some sort of result because at the moment we're playing really well. Um, but yeah, like I said, we're never more than sort of four or five games from getting spanked five nil from a no, team. You're not. Um, no, you're So, and uh, and I'm going to be a realist in that sense. Of course we're not going to win the league. Do I think we've got a good chance at top four? Yes, I do think we've got a good chance at top four. But I think it'll be tightly contested. Chelsea looked back at it again at the weekend. Um only picked up a point though. Huh?
0: Only picked up a point. Yeah. Who Don't are you think. who are you having by the way? Conte or Tucci, in a fight. In a fight? Yeah. <sighs> Conte yeah gotta be yeah it? Tuchel I, I I've I absolutely loved watching those two go at it I thought it was I, I, I think it'd be a would, good fight though I I think Conte would batter him I think Conte would absolutely batter him I, honestly I reckon he'd mm. hammer him he'd dirty, Tuchel, wouldn't he? be yeah, dirty, he's dirty. yeah he's dirty yeah he's that I'd love Tuchel to grab him by his wig and pull that off though that'd be quality he's not a wig <laughs> oh, he's, he's been to Turkey in it's it's a, a he movie. might not be. He's been to Turkey. It's not. That's not his. Have you seen him at the end of his career? Yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a landing strip, it's and then a, all it's of a, a sudden It's a good. It, but all of us, he was a literal landing strip before. Oh, yeah, it was ridiculous. Just, yeah, um, yeah. Absolute scenes
1: at the end of that game. Yeah, I loved it. it. Yeah, same. I absolutely loved it. Same. I love it when managers like fucking crank it up and start getting really passionate about about the game.
0: Um, Tottenham were so lucky. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's it makes it for a neutral. It almost makes it more enjoyable to watch when it's so controversial. Because yeah, how the fuck has Romero got away with pulling Cucurella's? The the first one, I uh, if uh, I mean Anthony Taylor's standing right yeah. there though. The, He's the, standing in literally as I'm talking to you now. Yeah, and how is I just don't get how it's even if it's gone to VAR... the VAR check is for a red. I don't I don't understand how it can. You can deem it not a red, fair enough. But how can you deem it not a foul? It's just bonkers, mate. It's absolutely insane. Um,
1: and I'll be perfectly honest with you. Look, you know my feelings about Tottenham. I despise them with every fibre. And do you know what? I think I would hate them even if I wasn't an Arsenal fan. Really? Like, yeah, I can't stand them, Josh. I don't like it. I don't. I don't like. Oh, d- don't even get me. Don't even. Oh, I won't. Don't... Go, let's not go there. Right. Instead...
0: Th- there's No, we've got one more question. One more big point or question to ask. Who would you rather take a headbutt... head Headbutt? Headbut? <laughs> a headbutt? <laughs> Who would you rather take a headbutt from? <laughs> <laughs> Who would you rather take a headbutt from? Nunes or Stoichkov? Nunes. Really? Yeah. I reckon. Absolutely. It was... It's not even like... Prem... I usually find that when there's like scraps and stuff in the prem, it's just so... It's, I don't know. It's he's just, lost his head, didn't yeah, he, the he's, boy? He's, he's properly got him. It's not even like a kind of like, oh, he's just, he's put his head in a little bit and he can kiss him on the forehead. He's absolutely nailed him. And I, I've seen stuff on Twitter, people being like, yeah, but, but, but Wacky Anderson was w- w- was trying to wind him up all game. Of course he fucking was. What else is he
1: going to do? That's literally it, the that's entire. Li- <laughs> yeah, it's the entire relationship between defenders and and forwards. Of course he's trying to wind him up. Of I course reckon, he's trying to get in his head.
0: I reckon every other manager in the league was rubbing their hands as soon as they saw Darwin Nunes do that, and every defender thought he is very get gettable now.
1: Well, there's there's two ways he's going to react to it. Number one, he's going to learn from it. He's going to mature. He's going to grow into the league. Whatever. Look, there's no doubt about it. He's clearly a very, very talented player. Although yeah. he missed a couple of big chances in that game,
0: I had uh, there was a there was a bet boost for him to have a shot on target. so I put a tenner on it, and he missed. He, he didn't hit the target with three absolute sitters, so he's on yeah. the list now.
1: But he's clearly a talented player. So he's either gonna he's either gonna come good, he's either gonna mature and you know deal with it and learn how to deal with those situations more, or you're at, like like you said, hit the nail on the head he's, he's going to be an absolute ticking time bomb in and every I, game.
0: I also think another part of it as well is, you know, when we were talking about last week about how, um, we were saying last week about how Stoichkoff and social media probably wouldn't have worked. Like social media afterwards for Nunes was like absolutely sending for him. Yeah, but like, so, was,
1: so were they for Joachim Anderson. Oh, he's nuts. He got death threats. It's That's just... Two to three hundred death threats he got. Shadows. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm sitting there thinking. <laughs> 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 I'm sitting... I, I, can't, I can't... I don't know how to start this sentence without saying that again. And I was thinking, he's the one that's been headbutted.
0: Yeah. Why is he getting death threats? Yeah. There's... Yeah. It would just be the worst, wouldn't it? And it's like... Obviously, we're using social media to promo all of this, so shout out social media. But also, sometimes it's just so tragic. It's just you know? incredibly toxic, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Incredibly toxic. And there's just no accountability, is there? No. There's no you, accountability. You can call
0: yourself Darwin Susan <laughs> and just send a, <laughs> and send a, a private message to Wacky Manderson. Or you can call yourself like Klopp's Mighty Reds. Lol. Oh. Or something like that. And you just have your, your profile picture is just a footballer. And all you do is comment on... Fabrizio Romano tweets and whatever, and just ratio, dub, W and stuff like that. Uh, I,
1: I think, Josh, what we need to do is we need to there have been a few teasers on social media. Mm. We've posted our first ever reel. I was buzzing
0: with that. Yeah, mate, <laughs> I was buzzing with that. That's the first time I've ever posted a reel in my life. It looked good. Like, like it was like an influencer. <laughs>
1: So, now now Josh is a fully-fledged social media influencer. Josh, you've posted out, or we've posted out a number of teasers as, uh, as to who's today's, you know, what player are we talking about? Mm. Josh, would you kind of reveal who we're going to be
0: talking yeah. about today? The question for today's podcast is, mate, how good was Rivaldo? Oh, 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 oh. What a player. We
1: could end this podcast by right now by just saying,
0: yeah. what a player yeah
1: very 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 good but yeah. we're not going to do that because there's some cool shit that you need to know about there's Rivaldo. a lot of cool
0: shit you need to know about do you want to do you want to start by uh, by reeling off his
1: uh, the old tale of the tape, the is, that tape. What you, is that what you're after Josh
0: I've never uh, we we obviously talked for a little bit before this, and I'd never heard the word "tail of the tape" in my life before. And I reckon you said about six times before this. And now I absolutely yeah. love it. And I'm gonna well, it's actually it more of a boxing terminology. Was
1: it? Yeah, they use it. They they use it at the start of um, at the start of boxing matches to analyze you know each fight's careers, their wins, losses, knockout percentages, their reach. Anyway, Rivaldo. Um, so let's start off with a few a few of his honors. Yeah. Um, Quite a long career, played football until he was 41. Um, and what I don't think we're going to do is, I don't think we're going to go too much into the honours that he achieved later on in his career, which we'll, we'll talk about later. I think
0: the one reason he maybe went on that long was um, money. Is it yeah. fair to say that? I think I think I he think was being
1: <laughs> being paid very well. Yeah,
0: I think it's very fair to say.
1: Um, so I thought it'd be good to, to uh, start us off uh, in Palmeiras.
0: Great accent. Great yeah, accent.
1: Well, you know... I think if if you're gonna say the names of hey, the team, Ben, bem, mate. Um, he won Serie A with Balmardes in 1994, and he also won the teatro How'd you say it? What the the cam the Campionato 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 Paulista? Yeah, is that how you say it? I yeah, I think so. Why you were a linguist? Yeah, well, I don't. See and he won Portuguese. that the Campionato Paulista in 1996. Huge. So. He obviously then jumps over to Europe, which we'll talk a little bit about later. But then with Barcelona, he won La Liga twice. He won it twice on the bounce: 97-98, 98-99 season. Won Coffa Del Rey with them and won the UEFA Super Cup. Then goes over to Milan. Ooh. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Won the Coppa Italia. Bene. Um, Also won the Champions League. Molto bene.
0: But... there's a, there's a it's tarnished isn't it
1: it's a little bit tarnished it's a little bit tarnished and he also won the super cup with milan as well massive um then olympiakos
0: olympiakos I, do you know any greek
1: um <laughs> obviously i don't know any greek uh, my family are actually turkish oh. so yeah um and i got a mate who i who i think will be listening to this uh, who is greek and I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try any Hello Greek mate. Hello Greek mate. Um so Olympiakos, he won the super uh, he won the super league in Greece in two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand seven and won the Greek Cup. Massive. Quite aptly named Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, in two thousand five and two thousand six. His international career <sighs> Copper America, ninety nine. Unbelievable. Confederations 97.
0: cup, ninety seven. We'll leave that one. Yeah, no one cares. Bronze medal in '96, but that's also tarnished as well. And it's uh, and it's Brazil. I mean, Brazil winning a bronze medal is not its almost a failure, isn't it? It isn't Gabon winning a bronze medal, is it? It's Brazil. They should be going for gold. You need to start sp- speaking better on Gabon. Today. <laughs> you slag off. Sorry to, <laughs> to, to the off. people of Gabon. The, well, who do you know? Right, well, Abamyang and his brother—they're the only two. Gabonese I don't even think of. I, I don't even think Abamyang's brother plays for Gabon. No, I don't reckon he does, but they're the only two Gabonese people I know. Um,
1: Brazil, obviously then, World Cup winners 2002. And really, should they have won it in 98? France were good. And they did convincingly beat them in the final. Yeah. That's the whole Ronaldo scandal, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it, it is. I, yeah, I do think they should have. I do think France should have. You think France should have? Yeah, yeah, there's... Yeah, yeah. That side... What a I mean side. yeah ridiculous side what a side there's a documentary on uh, this is a bit of a tangent but there's a documentary on them called Les Bleus which is all about how like France perceived um, France perceived people from, from different nations actually playing for France post the World Cup and how it sort of changed mentalities and stuff when it happened in 1998 and it's fascinating, it's really good I'll give that a watch Josh give it a
1: watch mate Thanks. you've just given them a free plug as well there you go and, and then obviously France did back that up by going on to win uh, the Euro in 2000 as well. So yeah, it's not, bad, not like it? it was a, no. We take that. However, Brazil did win the World Cup in 2002 and Rivaldo did have a key part to play in that, which yeah. we'll talk a little bit about. Um, now, onto more of his individual awards. Has won the Ballon d'Or. What? Unbelievable. In 1999. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, FIFA World Player of the Year. 1999. So he's backed that up. He's got the double. That's what I like to <laughs> call the double.
0: <laughs> Huge double. Huge. I mean,
1: if he got the silver ball, we'd be we'd be contesting that.
0: Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Who, who cares, cares about, about the silver ball? Are you made your views on this quite clear last do week. Do you know who won? I I think that David Beckham might have come second and won the silver. The silver. Very. I think they <laughs> do. <David laughs> <laughs> I think David Beckham might have come second. I haven't checked that up, but I think he might have come second in that. It was very. I, remember, I recall it being very
1: very close between them, and I think. Mm. Oh no! All of a sudden, I really care about it. If Beckham's won it, it's a great award. It's a massive individual achievement. Well, David Beckham, I well, I love David. Gorgeous, Beckham. absolutely gorgeous. Um, won the Copper America Golden Boot in '99. Um, Copper America Best Player Award in '99 as well. Um, Champions League Top Goalscorer '99-2000 season. Um, and the list, the list realistically goes on. He was in the FIFA World Eleven in 2002 as well. Yeah. So he's got a few trophies yep. he's got a few honors
0: mm. um and i think still
1: very overlooked
0: yeah hu- i th- yeah hugely i think brazil have that brazil have that wealth of talent that came out in that sort of era that sort of means that he is someone that gets overlooked and he's also not as um marketable i think as like ru- like like we're, I, we're obviously thinking of players like Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, mm. and they're, they're the two sort of players that I would think of when I think of like great Brazilians of the year. And I think when you actually, when you look back at Rivaldo, I think that y- you just don't think of that. And I, I, I think a, a huge factor in it, which we'll talk about a little bit more, is probably that dive against Turkey. <laughs> I think that's put. up, I think that. But what what what, what I find frustrating about that is
1: is that his was actually so against his character. Yeah. Like he wasn't a shit house. No, nah, he wasn't. He really was. He was actually quite introverted, just kind of went about his business. Yeah. And I think, you know, and something I found quite interesting when I was looking at this and, and we spoke about it very briefly before the podcast is that apparently uh, Brazil around the time were quite funny about where their international players had come from in Brazil. Yeah. So he was from the North of Brazil and, the international team didn't like that. Yeah, that's so yeah, it's so odd, isn't they it? They want it's their stars to come from the south of Brazil.
0: I do think it's uh, it's a something that does happen across countries. Like that, maybe maybe not as 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 toxic as that, but there's definitely di- there's definitely divisiveness in some countries within people from certain areas. Like I know Italy and Spain have some level of divisiveness. Spain, obviously, with like Catalonia for example, there's, yeah, there's some level of divisiveness there. But it's. Yeah, it was odd. I didn't, I didn't expect that either.
1: I mean, is that a political thing? Is it? I don't know. I mean, Josh, you're now an expert in 1980s <laughs> Bulgarian law, so I <laughs> how political was Brazil? <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting you to have the answers to all these, but, um, but yeah, still criminally overlooked. And I think yeah. obviously that's got a lot to do with Fat Real Ronaldo. <laughs> um, you know, playing Please at the same time. Please stop calling him Fat Ronaldo. But no, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to. It's just. Alright, ah. real Ronaldo. I can tell you're actually genuinely upset by that.
0: Don't uh, I do not be worth... Fat Ronaldo, I'd take Fat Ronaldo over R9. I'd hate R9. I well, am yeah, never going R9 to R9 and CR7 I think annoy me slightly more than the other than than Fat Ronaldo. And I think w- w- when you look at him and when we've like looked at his career, one thing that I think is is mental is uh, and I posted this on our stories. He wears Mizuno's. He wears oh. he wears he wears those Mizuno's with like the massive white flap on the front of them. Like how can someone be... You don't associate like massively technically gifted baller with a, with a pair of black Mizunos with a massive white tongue on the front of it. And Mizuno
1: essentially went out and sought out a, uh, a complete replica of a Coppa Mundial, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. But however, however, watching clips of the 2002 World Cup, mate... The white Mizuno. Yeah, they were beauties. Weren't they right? were unre- with with the blue running bird Mizuno oh, logo. Baby. They were unreal.
0: His, his, I looked at his. I, I actually tragically went through and looked at all the boots he wore in his career. Umbros, yeah. Mizu- you hate John Mizu- Terry likes this. <laughs> Mizu- <laughs> Mizuno's and Puma Kings, three unreal boots. Unreal boots. Um, but. You're not gonna. I just find. I just hey, found it technical so players. <laughs>
1: technical players wore Puma Kings. Robert Perez wore Puma Kings. Yeah, true. And he's it's, he's about as techy as you more, get. It's
0: more the Mizuno's than anything else. I think. Who do you remember? Do you remember little uh, little Shinji Okazaki? Uh, was it Okazaki used to play up for for Leicester, for Leicester when they won the league? He wore Mizuno's. Baller, yeah, absolute baller. Baller, and was a player. Scored some important
1: goals. Yeah, he did. So our Mizuno boot-wearing hero has obviously had a very very illustrious career. Um, did I use that word? Yeah, it is illustrious. It Beautiful is a illustrious word. career. And so I think it'd be good to talk about some of the key moments in his career. Yeah. Realistically. what if, And just for everyone listening, just to make it really clear, Josh Josh loves to do homework. Nerd. He does. He loves it. He loves sitting there with his little notepad, a little cup of tea,
0: you know, of an afternoon, of a Sunday evening. So what have you got for me, Josh? All right. Well, just to make everyone else clear, Lewis is just such a legend because he does no research and he's so off the cuff and he's so random and cool. Hey. Like, anyway. You're the one that said it. You're the one that said it, so there you go. I am a geek. Yeah, you're right. Um, So there's points earlier in his career that, that we're probably not going to go too much into he was born into um he was born into to real poverty um which is obviously Mm. uh, born into the favelas not great um he was actually so he was actually so malnourished that he grew bow-legged that's crazy isn't it i never i I, until you actually see i saw i saw videos of him when he was younger walking around never noticed that he was bow-legged elite football player bow legs yeah and he had no teeth his teeth fell out yeah his teeth fell out as well nuts um and he he played at a couple of little he played at a couple of smaller Brazilian clubs that uh, we just don't really care about, do we? So we're just going to, say, be honest, will no. gloss over it. Let's gloss over it. The, his career really starts when he is at Palmeiras, Palmeiras, as you say. So, um, that's where he started showing off. Very good. Do you know who else was in that side? I do. Roberto Carlos was in that side. Someone else. Very good.
1: Was it another fullback? Was it Cafu? Yeah, it was. Yeah,
0: what a side! Big Bobby, Carlos, Cafu, and Rivaldo. That's unreal, isn't it? And obviously, that relationship would stand the test of time. Mm, would stand the test of time. Um, he he started his career in Palmeiras, scored uh, a lot, scored a lot in his first season. 14 in his first season, 29 games. That's, Good. A, lo- yeah, that's, that's a, a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of guys, goals. Yeah, yeah. It? Considering he's not really like an out-and-out forward either. No, he's not he play generally be sort of, sort of talking about someone that plays coming off the left hand side he he at some points in his career he played in midfield probably quite mm. high, a bit higher up midfield but again we'll, we'll talk about it but generally playing off the left hand side um and he had a uh, he had a big impact in the first year in terms of um i don't know how you i don't know if you the have you seen how the system works but in brazil they well, have they've got like two a, leagues
1: that they play in yeah, don't they that's it. so it's the it's the so they would play their serie a which would be, be essentially you know, the Brazilian Premier League. But yeah. then they play something called, a, is it a state league yeah. that they play in as well?
0: Yeah, and it, it, in the final, of, in the finals, when they, they played across two games, he managed to get three goals in two games against Corinthians, who he was actually on loan at at some point. Yes. Um, he, they, they won the first game 3-1, he scored twice, and they drew the second game 1-1, he scored in that. So he lifted, uh, lifted a trophy for Palmeiras in his, his sort of first season, which is... Not bad. Well, it's not bad going, is that's it? That's a good start. And, but lifted the trophy and had massive impact while doing it as well. Yeah. I think that's really important. And then we and then we look into him going into the, the Copa Libertadores in... Um, do you see the little accent? Uh, yeah, I heard uh, that, yeah. I try not, not to be tr- too triad, yeah. but I've got to give it a go now. Look, everyone, that. Josh speaks Spanish. Si, muy bien. And he... And Italian.
1: I'll stop interrupting you. Yeah, cheers,
0: mate. <laughs> Dick. Dick. Um, <laughs> And in the in the Copa Libertadores, they got up to, the, they got into the quarters, uh, five and eight he scored up into the quarterfinal. Yeah, that's a good, that's some return. Good isn't return, it? isn't it? That's some return. Good return for a young man. And he, um, they, they went on to play other Brazilian side, Gremio, which I'm not going to try pronouncing any accent. Do you want to give it a go? No, I'm not even going to bother. So they played uh, Brazilian side Gremio uh, in, uh, in the first leg. They won five, one. Massive result. Huge. Yeah. That's. That's, they've just absolutely turned them over they're going through 5-1 up from the first leg you're going through aren't you,
1: you you're walking into Ladbrooks. <laughs> right you're walking into Ladbrooks and you're saying what odds are you going to give me on them going through would you reckon the odds a bit it's, it's got to be somewhere like you know
0: 25-1 to one on 50-1 to one on 50 no 50 I meant them going through that's what I mean 50-1 to one on so you bet 50 quid you win a pound
1: yeah oh right I see what you're saying yeah yeah do you even, yeah, bet, um, do you even bet bro not, not especially no um, so yeah, you're, you're saying that they're going through, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, they're, they're Four goals to the good on aggregate.
0: Uh, and second leg, they were three 0 down in the in the seventy third minute. Not good. No, not good. sounds five, terrible. Five four. Those yeah, those farts are starting to come out. Those. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're wearing white pants, they've got skidders on them. <laughs> and My ass would be so tight there'd be no farts <laughs> coming <at> <laughs> Um And. Uh, Rivaldo got a little bit heated at a situation, let's say, and he come in with an absolute <laughs> horror tackle, like not even, <laughs> not even just a little bit of like a, a cynical red card. It's like a proper, like I'm going to end your career tackle. Uh, managed to get himself sent off, three nil down. We're now into the 80th minute. What do you reckon happened? Well, uh, but but it, if you're that if you're Lad Brooks, you are. You, I don't know whether you're shitting yourself or you're rubbing your hands, but well, you're not going to be shitting yourself. You're gonna be shitting yourself for the people that put the money on for Gremio, aren't you? Oh my God, Gremio, yeah. Gremio would be good money, and you'd, you'd be shitting yourself for those that thought, "Fuck it, I'll chuck a tenner on Gremio." So what happened, Josh? They lost five nil. That's in. That's ridiculous. They lost, lost five nil. Rivaldo is hanging his head in his <laughs> yeah. shame. Shambles. Could you imagine the Bruno Fernandez-style paragraph tweets that would have come out after? Three that? Three pages. Three pages.
1: Three pages minimum.
0: I'm really sorry to all of my teammates and to all the fans. I understand what it means to be part of this huge club. We are a family. Blah, 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 blah.
1: Shut your fucking mouth <laughs> And just play better
0: the next game. You Don't made, get ready. You card. made a mistake, mate. Get the fuck over it. Um so yeah, they um they went out. They went out, lost five nil. Shambles. Would we say
1: Rivaldo lost that game for them? I mean they were three nil down. I, I I would would you, would you say that actually potentially they could have lost the game even if they were down to 11 men. Maybe. Well, they were going to lose the game, but yeah, I mean, yeah, y- yeah maybe.
0: Like, do you know, it was big, um, big Jardel scored for Gremio, scored the two late ones for Gremio. Do you remember when he, he went to, he went to Porto and scored like a, a billion goals for Porto. And then at one point, he ended up at Bolton. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do you remember, do remember Bo- that. Bolton had that nut spell where they had like, Hiero, even Campo, Jorkaev, and they—they they had Jardel as well, but he did absolutely. That was Sam, Sam Allardyce's management. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. Sam, <laughs> he's just got all these <laughs> immense, cultured footballers. How do you reckon? Like, how do you reckon he controls that dressing room? How do you reckon Big Sam controls it? I reckon he just lets him get on with it. Yeah, I, I reckon. I reckon that's the beauty of Big Sam's management. Do you reckon he? Co- do reckon he's invited like Hiero and Campo out for a roast and a pint of Tetleys? And I—I I reckon not only did he do that, I reckon they enjoyed it. Yeah. He definitely drinks Tetleys as well,
1: does not he? 100%. Tetley's or like John, John Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's it. John Smith's. Uh, I'm drinking proper <laughs> beer.
0: Yeah, I'm a proper bloke mate. Yeah. Um and then yeah, so after that he uh, in he goes on to in 1996 goes to the Olympics with Brazil. How would he get on there, Lewis? Oh, I well, if you are
1: uh, look, they got bronze and he didn't play very well. He was poor. Um, and he actually got slated quite a bit yeah. for his performances. Like, um, obviously, coming off the back of you know good success with Balmerash. Um and yeah, they didn't play well at all. And let's put it into perspective: they walked away with bronze, which I think if that was like Team GB, we'd actually be all right with that, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't we?
0: Yeah, but yeah, but Brazil aren't Team no, GB. No, it's almost are it's they? a
1: failure. Yeah, it's a big failure. It's a it's a failure for them to um to to get a bronze. Like they're 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 going to these and the olympics in brazil i didn't even realize but the olympic like um football in the olympics it's massive yeah like it's a really big thing for them and it's a huge huge honor whereas i i actually i'm not too fussed about football in the Olympics. yeah i literally don't care um so but for them it's it's a huge honor and um the team as well as you know rivaldo on an individual
0: level just did not deliver at all did they do you know who won that do you know who won the olympics you know got the gold um, I'll give you the shirt, Ooh, Daddy. Unreal. Who won
1: the ninety, the ninety six Olympics?
0: I don't know who won it. Nigeria, was it? Kanu, Kanu was unreal. Nwanko Kanu, mate. <laughs> oh my word, mate! How good was Nwankwo Kanu, mate? Good, but also, but also he was like. 36, supposedly, at Portsmouth, and he looked about 155 <laughs> and couldn't run. Legend <laughs> says he's still 36 to this day. Um, trying to get a contract. <laughs> what a player. Quality um, player, yeah. So he basically, that was it. He basically became sort of reminiscent of, of 1998 Beckham, sort of the the post-Argentina thing. He was sort of public enemy number one in Brazil. He was, crazy, he was He yeah. was just splattered over everywhere, just being about, like, just caning him, just... So essentially slagging him off and calling him shit so he decided to get out of dodge didn't he ducked it off didn't he ducked it off
1: yeah. and uh, ended up at uh, a nice little Spanish side called Deportivo La Coruña
0: Deportivo La like, managed by big John Toshak yeah. I did not know John that John Toshak was manager of Deportivo at the time and and shared a dressing room with Nuno Espirito Santo as well who is some he's I don't know where he is he's managing again now he's managing somewhere shit <laughs> he did a shit job as Spurs as well.
1: I thought he was a good manager, but yeah, he did a shit job as Spurs. Hundred um, percent.
0: Yeah, shared a shared a dressing room with with Nuno and John Toshak was his manager. I did not know that. Uh, I did not know that John. When Toshak you look was his at manager. when you look at Toshack's managerial career, it's fucking nuts. Like it's absolutely nuts. If this was a cr- if this was a manager podcast, I'd probably look at it, but it isn't. So we're just not going. So to we're it. just going <laughs> to look at we're it. We're just going to fuck it off and just say it was nuts. And he only played one season at uh,
1: Deportivo the yeah. ninety six ninety seven season. um Scoring though, and this is the thing I find quite frustrating sometimes about trying to find out, you know, his his statistics and things like that, is that he scored twenty two goals in forty six games, yeah, all told for Deportivo, which I think is a good return. Great return. But the impact that I think the impact that he had on that team was far greater than just goals. Yeah. Um. Obviously, he's a absolute creative powerhouse. Um. And he and he helped Deportivo finish fourth that year, yeah. Uh, which compared to their season before, which was nigh on a shambles, yeah, was a massive, massive yeah. improvement. Um, overshadowed again though by by the big guy, yeah. Scored twelve, you know, real Ronaldo, yeah. Scored twelve more goals than him that season just yeah, in the in like the same amount of games which is you know he's fighting a losing battle constantly and isn't
0: he y- you're never going to get the coverage if you're not playing for the big sides and in, in Spain if you're not playing for Barcelona Madrid you're never going to get the coverage but yeah Real Ronaldo managed to, to, to he, just a joke before obviously he dipped uh, contract things just didn't work very well with with Real Ronaldo when he was off to Inter Milan he was off to Inter Milan um, which
1: left space and Bobby Rodson said I need another Brazilian.
0: Yeah, he does need another Brazilian, and I
1: want that Brazilian. I want yeah. Rivaldo. He's going to be the next, the next big thing.
0: Do you know they were interested in um, Bobby? Uh, initially, they were interested in getting Steve McManaman. Steve McManaman was the yes. person they were going to get. Yeah, they were going to get instead of Rivaldo, um, and he just said, "Nah, cough up the money." Get Rivaldo.
1: Absolutely. And um, what a signing. It proved to
0: be. I mean, Steve McManaman still went on to play for Real Madrid, won the Champions League a couple of times, but it is still, obviously yeah, he's, but he's not Rivaldo, is he? No. He's not Rivaldo.
1: Although one more Champions League than Rivaldo. So that's not what it's all about though, is it? That's no, not what it is. That, no, I'm not
0: going to go there. You're going to be the person that, that says that Harry Kane's crap because he's never won. He's never won a trophy. Uh,
1: let's not even. Uh, Harry Kane is an unbelievable Bye. footballer. I just think he needs, he needs to get
0: away from that club. Um so yeah, went to went to Barcelona um and started lining up again, didn't he? He he was yeah, he was he was he was good. He went to he went to Barcelona. His at a time. first season
1: was quite quiet. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't like he wasn't like prolific straight yeah. off the bat. His first season was quite quiet. Although in the first season, um won the Copa del Rey in the
0: Super Cup. He he yeah. I mean not a bad start, is it? No, it's not and a bad he, start. Um, he he shared a dressing room with some with some top players. I mean, Steuichkov was still there. <sighs> Do you know anything about him?
1: I t- well, I know a podcast that spoke about him in quite quite great depth. Really?
0: Yeah, yeah. I would if I had heard a podcast about him that someone had made. I'd probably say it's a five star record to sixteen <sighs> people as well. So yeah, um, Steuichkov was there. Luis Figo was there.
1: Quite <sighs> blur. Oh, what an <laughs> unbelievable player.
0: Pep and a young Chavi and uh, Carlos Puyol there as well. As well as the weirdest journeyman in football, Winston Bogard. Win- Win- <laughs> <laughs> we need to hire Winston Bogard's agents as our agents. Because he's. I looked I looked at his career afterwards. Bang average. Winston Bogard, bang average. We will never do a podcast on him. Don't request him. We don't want it. But he played... <laughs> he played <laughs> He played for Ajax Milan, Barcelona and Chelsea. And he was on Chelsea's books for four years and he made like nine appearances. And he was called Winston. <laughs> Big
1: Winnie style. <laughs> Big Winnie style. Winston is like the most quintessentially <laughs> English
0: name. And he's trotting about <laughs> all over Europe. What a guy. Um, yeah, so the, the first season, yeah, it w- wasn't the uh, good side and obviously successful as a thing. He scored 19 goals in his first season at Barcelona. Yeah, uh, which uh, again, isn't like a massively poor
1: return. Like it's a good return. And obviously he would have had again a greater impact on that team than just goals. But um did you hear a little bit of my Portuguese accent? He should have had uh, a better uh, impact <laughs> than the
0: just goals. Um Let's carry on Luigi. But, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't like prolific prolific. Nah. Um but it did earn him obviously
0: obviously earned him a spot in the ninety eight World Cup. But it didn't earn him a spot in the ninety seven Copper America side. Oh he yeah. didn't he didn't get into the nineteen ninety seven Copper America side and I had a look through the site and loads of people I don't really know and have never really heard of were in there and they were like Dunga was still in there playing in Japan, fair enough, Dunga's yeah, obviously yeah. been around for years, but there was another couple of lads playing in Japan, loads playing in the Portuguese uh, in the Brazilian league that scored sparse amount of goals and I just think why would you not why would you not take him? Strange
1: selection, odd selection. Very, very strange. Who was managing him at the time?
0: (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) someone who, someone whose head needed a wobble. Why did you not pick Rivaldo? His head needed a wobble. So, ninety-seven, not good. Not good. But at club level,
1: pretty decent. Yeah. All right. Ninety-eight though manages to get himself back in the Brazil side. Yeah. For the World Cup. Yeah. Spoke about it briefly before. Yeah, should Brazil have won the World Cup there? You reckon not. I reckon they probably should have done. I reckon on paper they were a better team than France. Game of opinions,
0: mate. It, well, that's exactly why we're <laughs> here, isn't it?
1: That's exactly why we're here. Um, played every minute woof, of the World Cup in 1998. Lovely stat. Did not miss a single minute. Love that. Um, and the game they played against Denmark, um, turned the game over twice for them. I think one was a penalty. Um, and one was can't remember the type of guy i think it might have been a header from open play um he was a big boy wasn't he do you know i was just about to say He's a big boy you know not only languid <laughs> <you know. laughs>
0: oh, hold on a,
1: hold on a second languid
0: yeah. what a lovely word yeah, languid well done, footballer
1: mate. can move the ball well um absolute left footed as well yeah lovely left foot um but mate he could get
0: up. He, he could f- leap up <laughs> like a salmon. <laughs> when you think of, like, when you think of, like, a, a tricky Brazilian winger that plays off the left-hand side, you don't think of a six-foot-one bloke in Mizuno's, do you? You don't think of... No. A, with both legs. <laughs> and no teeth. <laughs> 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 that's Big Baz. <laughs> that, you think that's Big Baz playing for, for the Bull and Bear on the weekend, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not, that's not Rivaldo. Um, you think of, like, Neymar. Yeah, like that uh, and that has Neymar overscored a header? Yeah. Has it? Probably. it yeah, he must have done. And he probably done like some some crazy wacky celebration afterwards. Woo! I, but he's a... F- oh, he's a toe agony. What a, w w let's not go into netball. Yeah. What a player.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah. But you're right, you don't think of you don't think of a player of his stature, of his build and, and the way he looks to, to be to be what he is, and that is an immense like an immense dribbler of of the football um incredible touch like just watching just watching some of the clips of him everything that every touch he ha- every touch he has of the football he cushions it just like the perfect amount yeah. like even some of the goals um he just cushions it the perfect amount and the guy chipped so I don't know if I don't know if keepers back in the day were like particularly
0: shit <laughs> but he chipped from like twenty yards out. Yeah. He was and he had you know the you know the goals that come with like drum and bass on the back of them the absolute thunderbolts. <laughs> <laughs> He's got loads he has got Japan's finest leather Mizuno boots on hitting <laughs> absolute thunderbolts just from everywhere. Blushes. He, he he could hit a ball so hard. Yeah just and just
1: like you said, great and free kicks. Oh, free kicks forever and a day. Yeah,
0: his his. I would say that his goal com- When you watch goal compilations on YouTube and stuff like that, his is one of the most enjoyable to watch. I
1: can't remember. I think it was against. I think it was against Belgium in two thousand and two. I think it was against Belgium in the two thousand two World Cup. He scored this goal where ball came in for the right, and it was almost oh, punch the mic. It was almost a direct copy, or a direct copy of. Do you remember Dele Ali's goal against? Was it Crystal Palace? Oh, what we flicks it up over his head. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Where well, yeah. he takes it down. Where well, he takes it down off his. He scores a goal exactly the same yeah. as that a- against Belgium, and it is just an absolute rifle. Yeah. Into the bottom left hand corner. Um. What, you know, amazing technique. Yeah. You know, when we're, we're talking about striking a football. But just did everything so well. Yeah, he did. Um, so he did have a successful ninety-eight World Cup. Obviously didn't win it, but successful. Didn't win, it. but again in Brazil, that's a like failure. Yeah, when they don't win the World Cup, it's
0: just it's just insane, isn't it? Would you take us getting to the final of the? Wo- Would you take England getting to the final of the World Cup if you knew we were going to lose?
1: No, no, I mean either. I could. Uh, the way I felt after the Euros, I cannot explain to you. Yeah, how I felt after the Euros, Shite, like right? yeah. I going into work on Monday. It was shit. Yeah, so hungover.
0: Shit. Yeah, it was just so shit.
1: And I think what made it worse, and and this is the reason I say no, is because obviously Luke Shaw scoring. Oh. I was like, the, I c- I never thought in my wildest dreams I'd ever see England win a major championship, and it's there. It's there on a plate, and um. Yeah, it just, I felt so bad.
0: So I would, feel, I'd rather go out in the groups. Yeah. Do you think Luke Shaw is, if Ronaldo leaves, do you think Luke Shaw will be happy? Those stories about him saying that he, he changed his diet when Ronaldo started eating and then coincidentally he's turned into being shite. Do you reckon he'll be happy about him going? I know this is completely off topic. Um, I don't think I do If you're a Manchester United, so he can get his little fairy cakes and his <laughs> angel and his angel fingers back out of his lunchbox. Ronaldo, Ronaldo's le- Viennese worlds. <laughs> Ronaldo's left, and he can get his fruit winders and his animal crackers back out, back out of his lunchbox. <laughs>
1: Luke, what are you doing? You were doing so well. <laughs> Sharp. <Shut up. laughs> I love um, you, Luke. I think if you're a Manchester United teammate and you're you're happy that Ronaldo's going, I don't think your head's in the right place. No, nah, agreed. Right. Um, anyway, enough of that. Box. So, ninety eight World Cup, all good. Now, ninety eight,
0: ninety nine. Oh, mm. oh, daddy. <laughs> his best season. it has got to yeah, be his best season. Hundred percent, his best season. He um he gets uh he gets forty eight goals and assists in forty eight games. Now we uh, I'm I'm chucking assists in there so 48 goal involvements 48 goal Im- is i don't think i do i i do think it's really important to acknowledge an assist is that an americanized modern thing to acknowledge an assist i i don't think it's something i ever would have done before i think it depends what kind of player you are yeah and i think
1: it depends i think i think for a player like him so someone who's coming in off the left or you know typically comes in off the left to come in more centrally yeah and Either make runs from deep or provide those sorts of provide those sorts of passes I think it's something that you should acknowledge yeah because I think it's a measure i think it's a i think it's we're always looking for the quantitative measurements i think yeah. if we were to look at a striker we'd look at their goal return yeah true and so I think for a midfielder of, uh, you know and he is a midfielder he's not forward yeah. well he's a left he's a left sided forward but i think you know it's got to be a measurement there like you would never met Although he scores them, you would never really measure Kevin De Bruyne off his goal return.
0: No, you're right. And and I think uh, I I do fully agree with you, really. Um, that I think it's one of the statistical things that's coming that's actually probably a positive. Yeah. I think the things that we, we know and then we don't think are positives are like XG. And I found out the other day, you're gonna hate this. Right. There is something called XT. Expected threat. So what is so what what is a threat? If you can if you can like like Follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter and you can let us know what expected threat looks like. That would be great because <laughs> and I'm how do you work out how many goals? Ah! Ah! Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> sorry, there was some expected threat around. Threats. You me there. But anyway, if you can follow us on, on Insta and Twitter. <laughs> Please. Um, and just let us know what expected threat looks like. And if you could what I would like to see is a situation in which I go right. Oh, there's some, there's some real expected threat here. I imagine it's quite obvious, it's like three on one on a counter attack or something like that. But how do you dictate expected threat that isn't as obvious? Like I it sounds. Uh, I don't. I don't even. I don't understand how
1: you work out how a team is expected. Like why? Why is? Based on what? Are the team expected to yeah. score a goal? It does seem weird. I don't understand. I imagine it's to do with shots and off target and on target and w- and whatever and chances. But that's created. XG, isn't it? So X- yeah.
0: XG makes sense to me. I don't like. I don't like it, but <sighs> it makes sense to me. Whereas XT, I'm not going to shout and mate. You go <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> that scared me. I know. It's scary,
1: isn't it? Just. I just think. Just watch and enjoy the. G- I think you just get. You know what's happening when you watch a when you watch a game. That's it. I mean. Liverpool Palace, how many? What XG did Liverpool have in that first half? Palace walked in one 0 up. It, it, so it just lucky, yeah, exactly. So it just me. It, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. nineteen ninety nine forty eight goal involvement. So he's impacted every single game he's played in. Unreal. Um, which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. On an international level, <sighs> wins the Copper America, and so yeah, and he scored. Hold on a minute. I think it was twelve goals in fifteen matches.
0: I think that's, that's after that's after the copper. Is that after? Is yes, that gets, is. A, gets, yeah, that is after but when he returns. And from this the America. is why you do your research. I think it's um at twelve. No, <laughs> that's why you do your research. <laughs> He's done me. That's why you do. Oh, look at me, look at me. I don't do any research. I'm so cool.
1: That's when he returned from the Copper yes. America. But in the Copper America, in the Copper America, he scored. In the quarters, in the semis, they scored two in the final. Oh, not bad that. But he did get a
0: red in the group stage. He did. He, <laughs> he got second, second game against Mexico, yep. got a red. See you later. Yeah, cheers for coming. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, And then he's just... But he pulled a history, didn't he? Yeah. Just <laughs> not, yeah. not kryptonite. Popeye spinach. <laughs> Popeye spinach. He's had a little bit of it. He's probably on the creatine. He's had a bit of creatine after the game and he's he is back to it. Goals, goals, goals. Yeah, I think they, that's I think that's unbelievable. And it's not even like uh, I, the copper. I, I, the copper America. There are obviously some great sides in there, um, but it's not as in the Euros. I always feel like there's loads of great sides. So there may be a way. that If you played in the copper America, you could avoid some of the great sides. But, uh, Mexico, Argentina, Uruguay is who he scores in the. Uh, sorry, wrong mm. order. Argentina, Mexico, Uruguay is who he scores against in that order. But do do we do we th- I see it. this is what I struggle with because I think actually, if you look at the Copa America, there are some great sides Argentina there. and Brazil. I, I, would, I, I, I mean, would, I would, I uh, would, me personally, I would argue that none of the other ones are great sides. As I said there's that, well,
1: right, not great, but good sides. Yeah, good. But then, uh, but there's okay. great
0: sides all across Europe. Like who though? England, Germany, France, Spain, Belgium. If they didn't have Jason Derulo's number one fan as their manager, um, <laughs> that's five. Portugal six. yeah. there's definitely some w- there's definitely some missing. But
1: at any but at any one time at any one time, how how well are those teams playing? Because yeah. I understand what you're saying about those being Italy. Although they're not going to the World well, Cup. They're not going to the World <laughs> Cup. But this is what I mean. This is what I mean. So how how can how can you measure that? And I, I do I do think that sometimes us as Europeans, we do look over the Copper America um we do overlook it but actually it's a really tough competition to win yeah
0: i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't argue it's difficult but then i would counter that argument with the exact same point you say of how many how many points have argentina and brazil had a a, a relatively poor team brazil not as much argentina have had got knocked out 2002 to us uruguay i suppose uruguay have had great sides yeah have always historically yeah historically and um and Chile, Chile had an all-right side at some point. Yeah. But I, I anyway, I would argue that we're better. That, that's not to say that this is easier to win than yeah, the Euros, I, because at some point, if you are not one of Argentina or Brazil, you will face one of Argentina and Brazil. Yeah. And I just
1: stacked. think, just in the interest of not diminishing that feat, of actually, you know, winning the Copa America, scoring the quarters, yeah. the semis, and the final... Um, and I really do think, actually, it was his performance in the Copa America that led to his Ballon
0: d'Or yeah. win. Yeah, because he was directly up against Beckham. Who yes. And I mean, for the 98-99 season for Man United, it wasn't bad, was it? We know, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. So he's up yeah. against someone who's had a really successful season. And I think probably all in, this is what turned... And I'll be perfectly finalism. honest with you. I
1: think the fact that Rivaldo was Brazilian probably helped his yeah. Ballon d'Or cause as and well.
0: I, I mean, I haven't got Beckham's statistics for the season to hand. No. But he hasn't scored forty eight and forty eight. No. Or he hasn't or hasn't been involved in forty eight and forty eight. Um and yeah, that is a it's a good time for him. Well good, good time for Rivaldo he, His
1: best year. Yeah, his, his his best his best year not only in a Brazil shirt but in a Barcelona shirt 100%. as well. Um absolutely Ridiculous, ridiculous mm. return, um, and like you said, or like we said, returns from the Cop of America scores twelve goals in fifteen matches um, upon his return. Give him that Ballon d'Or. Then went a little bit quiet. Yeah, he did. Um, Do you know who came in as manager? Was it
0: Louis, Louis Van Gaal's <laughs> army? <laughs> <laughs> I nearly did that. <laughs> I want the players to be horny. <laughs> Legend, absolute nutter. Apparently, they didn't
1: what not that they didn't the relationship was good, but apparently, tactically, they didn't see eye to eye.
0: No, he, um, he dropped him, he dropped him a bit deeper, didn't he? And he, on the left, w- that's it. He, he, uh, he, was, left yeah, midfield, yeah. he was he was a, a bit out of position for, uh, for him, but he uh still went on to have a good season, didn't he? It's still a decent season, yeah. Scored um, scored a lot, scored yes. I don't know why I'm saying this <laughs> so awkwardly. <laughs> he scored, te- he scored <laughs> 10 in the Champions League that season. Yeah, scored ten in the Champions League, scored twice against Man United and was, and ripped us apart. I, I, I unfortunately went back to watch that. Um and they got knocked out to Valencia in the semis. So the ninety nine two thousand season get knocked out to Valencia in the semis of the Champions League.
1: Oh revenge is sweet.
0: <laughs> revenge is sweet. Where's that spinach?
1: Now it's not often we sort of I don't know. I, I think as an Arsenal fan, I think fourth place is an achievement. Yeah. Um but it's not often we sort of talk about uh, a player's a player's accolades in terms of uh, how many times they finish fourth place. But this was a particularly spectacular, yeah, massive. Um, so last day of the season.
0: Last day of the season. Last
1: day of the season. Barcelona, Valencia. Yeah. Um. Both teams are basically whoever wins the game it's, is going for it.
0: It works out that Valencia are fourth which which was a champions league spot at the time. Barcelona were fifth. Valencia were 3 points ahead of Barcelona, but Barcelona had a better goal difference. Yes. So it was a, it was it was essentially a shootout. If Barcelona win, they're into the Champions League. Easy if Valencia, if Valencia avoid losing, they're into the Champions League. Um, and we like it when things like that, are nice and simple oh, beauty. Nice yeah. and simple. simple. Basically next goal wins. <laughs> um, Down <in> the park. <laughs> Do you remember when you were younger playing down the park? (laughs) Jumpers for goalposts. And someone would it hit the jumper penalty to des- uh, penalty to decide if it went in or not. I think that's fair. I, I me- think that's fair. I remember when we used to play when we were in like primary school, and someone would kick a ball literally like 200 foot in the air, and they'd be like crossbar crossbar and in, <laughs> and you'd be like mate, never turn it in, mate. Yeah, never. turn it in. That is literally blazed over into what we had a neighbour called Mrs Vera. That's <laughs> has <I scored> in <laughs> her garden, mate. <laughs> Unlucky Vera. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky Vera. Um. So the the season with the season in general was a good one. From 36 goals, 10 assists in 53 games. So 46 ga goals and assists or goal involvement in 53 games at the age of 29. Yeah, great return. Great return.
1: Um, and obviously still massively impacting the team. Yeah, uh, in a really positive way. Yeah, massively. Um, but let's talk. Let's talk about that game because I, it's unbelievable. Yeah, but it? to say it's it's obviously not the greatest moment in his career. The greatest moment in his career is going to be winning the 2002 World Cup. However like this is a joke
0: as an individual performance oh it, my is, word. it is if you take aside all of the the reasons for it and it something is obviously something big is on the line but it's got to be up there with one of the one of the strongest indiv- individual performances from a player it is ridiculous the, so basically he he scores a hat trick he scores a but then it's not just a <laughs> hat trick though is it like we we will we will put the video on our socials if you like football and you follow any sort of footballing page or follow anything on twitter instagram tiktok no doubt you will have seen two of these goals at least like you will have seen at least two of the goals and it's probably because those two are so good that you won't have seen the third but it is like it's the best it's the best hat trick i've ever seen it's the best set of goals i've as a hat trick that i've ever seen so the first goal what's the first the first is the first goal the free kick boom yeah free kick
1: bang yeah. left 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 top left hand corner. Yeah, yeah. Bang, easy.
0: Big Santiago Canizares in goal as well with those mad blonde highlights. Good. good Spain's number one. Good keeper.
1: Really good keeper.
0: Beating him, beating him quite convincingly. See Unbelievable
1: free kick. Thanks for coming. Second goal. Little shimmy to the inside. It's Moves it onto his left foot, just outside the box. It's gorgeous. It's absolute. It, it's just
0: oh, absolute. It's unreal. unreal. Yeah. It's uh, the the little the little shimmy to see him go and stuff. In those he just in, moves those, two in. Ton, in those two ton Mazuma Mazunos, how he's getting his feet moving that fast. It's just it's unreal. He just moves the player
1: aside in such the in just the perfect way. It opens the shot up for him and then just absolutely laces one bottom right hand corner. Yeah. Unbelievable.
0: The third <laughs> the third, The third one's one of the best goals I've ever seen. It is. It is literally a joke. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Cross comes in and it just uh, it's, it's a bicycle kick, but it's. He it, it chests it down, first. He chests it, and he's about. I don't want to exaggerate, but he's about 150 foot in the yeah. air when he gets the ball. <laughs> <laughs> His foot is so high, and it's so good. Look, It's just the contact is so pure. 88th minute as well. 88th yeah. minute he's and done that. It was 2 that. 2. It was 2 2. 88th minute he's done that. 3 2 to get them, to get the, to get Barca through. And if you watch. When you watch the video, the reactions, all of the fans are going fucking ballistic. Oh, hello. All of the fans going fucking ballistic. All of the directors are hugging each other. All of the benches hugging each other. And R- Rivaldo is obviously buzzing, but he's also a little bit like, whatever. Do you know? Textbook for me, isn't it? Very, just, I, I, I quite like that about it. Yeah, him. I love it. Very reserved. Uh, so, there, it was afterwards pitch invasions. There were pitch invasions at the Camp Nou afterwards. And how... I'd be doing my nut. If I'm <laughs> a Barcelona fan, I've just seen that yeah i'd be going uh, insane and and this 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 is why we say that social media would have been horrific at the time because you would have had the celebration police out in full wouldn't you madrid fans like omg they're celebrating fourth like they won the champions league all that type of thing i'm dying bro no (laughs) (laughs) look congratulations for winning the fourth place trophy small club mentality yeah Yeah. oh my god you're celebrating coming 4th you're actually a tiny little club no, 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 no! You are celebrating your side winning and seeing the greatest hat trick, arguably of all time. That's that's all right. Like you're allowed to show human emotion. This, uh, we need to post the videos of the yeah, goals. Yeah, we'll get on, we'll, we'll get them up some because they are scarcely believable.
1: Yeah, they are unbelievable. Um, and yeah, just the nature of them. Imagine that. Hmm. Imagine that you're deep into the. You know, uh, you know. The eight, was it 88th minute? 88th minute. Is when 88th he scores it. minute. You're and so. And 30
0: seconds. <laughs> Nerd.
1: you're you know and you've got to win a game cross comes in why
0: why is that even on your mind I'm just going to chest this down and absolutely uh, and just bice it maybe it's like maybe it's like desperation as in you, you know like when Gerard yeah, talks yeah, about yeah. his goal against West Ham and he was like oh, I was just fucking knackered so I just levered it maybe he's just thought I'm going to have a cricket. I'm fucked here so let's just I'm fucked so I'll jump 150 foot in the air and do a bicycle kick
1: I, I love it yeah. it was honestly I obviously I can't remember watching it but to watch it now, even to watch it now and not be in that moment—get goosebumps, don't you? Oh, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Um, um, so yeah, two thousand was a good year. I think what we should do now, Josh, is we should jump to two thousand two. Yeah, let's have a look at is. Let's have a look at the World Cup. The World Cup two thousand two, Brazil win, um, which obviously is, is massive for any team.
0: That front three: Rivaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho. Shagmari void. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's not. I'd shag every <laughs> last one of them. That's <laughs> not. Um but if you want to let us know who your Shag Mary avoid answers would be for Ravaldo <laughs> it? just send can you send us a message, send us an email, like whatever. Just I, I would be intrigued. I'm gonna have a think, I'm gonna answer I'm gonna answer it off air. I'm not gonna answer it now, but No, yeah. Oh, off air, that's big time. Oh <laughs> yeah, just off air. You fucking turn it in over there. Um anyway, so World well Cup, that front free. Incredible.
1: Yeah, and first five games Rivaldo scores in every game
0: yeah, breaks our hearts
1: It does break our hearts um was that the quarters I can't I can't remember it's all I remember about I think it's the quarters yeah it, yes it is yes yeah. yes yes all yes, I remember yes. about that game is I remember I remember I was in year four I was in year four um and my mum and it was because obviously um where it was being hosted South yeah. Korea um my mum gave me permission. One of the first times ever, by the way. My mum said, "Right, you can stay at home and Ooh. you can watch the quarterfinals well with your dad before well he goes to do before he goes to work." I was like, "Yeah, brilliant, excellent." And um, I remember watching it. I remember sat at home with my dad watching it. Sat there in my England shirt, and we were allowed to come into school in our England shirts as well.
0: What a treat!
1: I had the uh, I had the shirt, you know, with the line, the red and line, that, yeah, the yeah, red line, and I Beckham on the back Ooh. seven, yeah, yeah. Absolutely Unreal. Captain's armband. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: you did you wore a captain's armband.
1: <laughs> I didn't have the captain's armband. I didn't have the captain's armband. Did you have a Mohican? I didn't have a Mohican, oh. no. I didn't ha- I asked my mum for one, she was like, nah. Yeah. Um so yeah, I remember watching that game. Um and yeah, Rivaldo Rivaldo scores against yeah. us. I think
0: was that to make it
1: one one yeah one one
0: because Sol Campbell scored yeah Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho scores obviously the one we all remember yeah um, but Rivaldo made it one one I remember I my story was similarish we went I was in year three and we we were allowed we went we went into school everyone went into school to watch it and they were serving hot dogs for breakfast so it was like the best day of my that life sounds unbelievable Michael Owen Michael um no was it Owen. Campbell whoever we, we, when we scored was like I was like this, this is the pinnacle of my life we are beating Brazil I've got a hot dog for breakfast <laughs> and I'm in an England shirt. this is unreal and then obviously the telly actually cut out when Ronaldinho scored so um, you don't yeah. want to see that and did no, he mean it he meant it yeah he meant that um, but he uh, obviously great tournament marred by one incident or tarnished by one incident that dive against Turkey in the court, the corner <sighs>
1: I said this to you... I said this to you before we started. Off-air. <laughs> Off-air. <laughs> I said... I think it's such a poor reflection of actually the player that he yeah, was. Agreed. Because he's now painted, because of that, obviously... For those of you who have everyone seen it, let's face it this way gets yeah. a ball booted. Well not even booted at him, like pass to him. Nah. It's not like levered though, is it? He's he's pretty kicked it pretty hard. He didn't smash it at him. It, it, it shin. doesn't merit the reaction agreed, but yeah, it, it's in pretty hard. It hits Rivaldo's shin and then Rivaldo's reaction is to fall to the floor clutching Aye. his face. <laughs> <laughs> ah my head. Ah. Um, he <laughs> falls to the floor clutching his face, which is obviously it's complete shit um, and I think
0: from that one clip, he just gets a bit of a bad reputation. I honestly think it's tarnished. I do. I, again, I said this to you. Are oh, fair? Um, I do think it's tarnished his reputation. I think. It's, I think it's the when you when when a lot of people think about Rivaldo, probably not proper football lovers, but when they think about Rivaldo, that's what they think of.
1: Yeah, and I think that's completely wrong, because um, he actually had a great tournament. Scored five. Scored five. Yeah, scored five in five consecutive games. Mm. All bit like one of those. I think was like the fifth goal they smashed against China. So not a massively count. important goal. Stat pad him count. But but yeah, he did. He he scored he scored five consecutive goals. Mm. Um
0: and then Ronaldo just basically in the knockout stage. Scored eight, didn't he? Yeah, ridiculous. Cheers. Um so after that he um he moved to AC Milan, which with which is anything but a success. You say it's anything but a
1: success. For him. For as him, a yeah, player, qu- as a player, and as an individual,
0: but he won the Champions League. He he won the Champions League, yes, but he played thirty thirty minutes, minutes in the seven knockout in games, the yeah. seven knockout games. That is shit. That is, it, I, I would look. I would play thirty minutes for whoever if yeah. it meant I won the Champions League. But I am not someone who was of a caliber of him. So do, do you know what I mean? It, it's shit. It's what I would say is that I think because of the
1: career that he had previous he earns it i think he's earned yeah, he deserves i it. think he's earned
0: it um and he won a funny award what's yeah. it called it's what? called the bidone d'oro which literally means the golden bin <laughs> <laughs> uh and it's for it's for the most disappointing in of the season um which was him apparently uh and then after that he spends a short amount of time at Cruzeiro. do you want to do that in a portuguese accent Crujero, ooh, not bad. Uh, and then he goes to Olympiacos for three seasons. I lights it up, and, yeah, properly lights it up. Wins, wins the Greek league three, three times. times. Wins a Greek cup once. Um, no, twice. I think he won the Greek cup. Oh, the Greek cup, active, actively, actively named the Greek cup. There's probably a better name for it. It's cups in Greece. Greek cup, bitch. And then he, and then what happens after that? After that, where does he fly? Does he go straight to...
1: No, 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 no. no. I know what happens after that. He has a falling out with the board at Olympiacos. Someone's
0: done their research. Well done, young man. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Yes, I have done my homework. (laughs) Here it is. Um, Yeah, he has a fallout with the board, massive fallout with the board at at Olympiacos. And out of pure spite...
0: Signs for AEK. Yeah. They're direct rivals. Literally goes, fuck you Olympiacos. Big middle finger up. Uh, A big four fingers yeah, up. Yeah. Oh, you have, I'll tell you what, you've brought it back with your research. Thanks, yeah. mate. Um, do you know, you showed me up last week. So, um, so big four fingers up. And w- Why do you say four fingers? AEK smashed Olympiacos next season 4-0. <laughs> and what does Rivaldo do to that? Goes up to the camera. Four fingers up to the camera. Literally puts those four fingers up. I, I don't know why I'm doing it, is if I'm on camera <laughs> at the moment. I'm, I'm just waving four <laughs> fingers around it, Josh, like everyone could see us. <laughs> um, and that sort of probably is the end of his... Proper career. Proper career. Because then he goes and... He goes to... It's one of those things where if you said to someone, right, guess where? A 30... What? He must be at this point thirty 34? 34, where's 34, 34 Rivaldo going to go? Like now the options are America. Guitar. Yeah, like something yeah. like that. Uh He goes to Uzbekistan. Hey. Hey. They paid him well. They, he goes to Uzbekistan for...
1: Three seasons, I think he yeah, was there. Yeah,
0: three seasons. And the main motivator was... One, two, three, four, yeah. It's... Shit loads of money. Yeah, fucking loads yeah, of money. Yeah, so uh, he goes there for money. Then off to Sao Paulo, back home. Yeah. And you just think, Do you know what? I'm back home. I've settled... Uh, I will. I'll stay in Sao Paulo, or as another option, fuck off to Angola for a year, and play in the Angolan league. Uh, he does whatever he wants, yeah, he doesn't, does, he? doesn't he?
1: Um, Could you be bothered at that age? You've had a professional career, the professional career he's had. You're back at home. Yeah. You know, you're clearly with your family. Just uh, a- almost,
0: you're you're, rap- you're calling time. Why would you bother? It's nuts, isn't it? The the the, the Uzbeki side he uh, signed for. Two of their managers while he was there was Zico and Luis Felipe Scolari when he was there as well. That's mental, isn't it? And really, yeah, they had a bit. They were they were. Um, I'll, I'll explain a little bit more, but they were backed. Um, well, they were backed corruptly, essentially. They were backed by the right. they were backed by the dictator of Uz- Uzbekistan, and um, they bid Vareto in two thousand and eight. They had a pop at Samuletto. He's another one that's been like twenty nine for six years. <laughs> I think he's actually retired now, but yeah. I do. You re- I reckon he went to Angie Makashikala or whatever they were called. Did you remember the Russian side? And he was on like a pound a second. He that's which, ridiculous. Yeah, he was on Mad Money, and that was like ten, twelve years ago. And they liquidated the other day, Angie Makashikala. Remember them? Oh no, they mm. um they Eto, Willian, yeah, some big players. Um, anyway, I'm going off topic. Um, but in in Uzbekistan, there's obviously uh there's obviously a, a, a factor in there and a factor for why. Luis Felipe Scolari, Zico want to go there because who wants to go and play football with Newsbeck? I couldn't name you newsbeck Well,
1: up. they're just getting paid fuckloads of money. Yeah, which is the obvious
0: reason. Yeah, hundred percent. But mate, if, if I'm a footballer, I'd go. Mate, I have got absolutely nothing against that. Yeah, I I think like Oscar spoke about it when he was. He's, I know he's trying. He's trying to go back to Flamengo at the moment, but he spoke about he went to. He's played in China for five six years, and he's just said he's done it because he's just going to earn a shitload. But what I like about that is what and why why i will never um
1: kind of berate oscar for that not that he fucking cares if i berate him or not all right but i like the fact that he was honest yeah and he said he said this is this is the reason i'm going over to i'm going over there my family when i was younger were really poor and i don't ever want them to live that life again so i'm going to make sure that they don't have to do that don't fucking sit here (laughs) and turn around to me to say it's your life's dream to go and play in the Chinese you,
0: league. Would you do an easier job that's a little bit shit for four or five times the money every single oh day of the word. week? And like there's Martin Boyle who's just gone who was at Hibbs. He went and played somewhere I, I think it was in sort of Dubai or something. And he would I think he tripled his he was on like twenty, thirty grand a week there. Like playing for Hibs, you're gonna be on three, four. Yeah. And he's come back. And I think like fair play, mate. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you go do what you need get, to do. Yeah, get your money. These guys have got families and
1: they've got, you know, and they've got interests that they need to look after. Yeah. And I think as as much as we love to sit here and say, you know, football's about football, it's about passion, it's about which it is, these guys are doing a job and they have an incredibly short career. Yeah, that's So I do not blame Rivaldo for going over to play in Uzbekistan. Me neither. Um, And absolutely fair play to him. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of his key highlights, his
0: key moments. That's his career. (laughs)
1: i asked you this question uh, last week about Histro Storichkov, and i always like to do this because i don't know i i it invites other players into the conversation and i've got one right here which i think you're either going to turn your nose up at or you're going to be like actually that's spot on who would you compare rivaldo to
0: i can we start with yours because I'm re I'm because I'm re you've you've been like smiling. Like, I, you've honestly, you've genuinely been giddy been buzzing buzzing about, this been comparison. Giddy about it. go on. I'm, I'm basing about our afterwards.
1: Um and you'll either turn your nose up at it or you'll either think actually that's that's bang on. Matt Letitia. Okay. No not what I would have expected at all. Let me tell you for why. Matt Letitia, complete mastery of a football. Yeah. Um, let's forget the fact pa- that he played well in fact let's not forget the fact that he played for Southampton for his whole career they're very different in that respect yeah. but I think looking at them as a player they're both you know unconventionally sort of sized yeah. for their sort of positions and playing attributes so both incredible dribblers of a football and don't look like they should be and don't look like they should be both incredible strikers of a football Mm. so like if you're thinking set plays free kicks long range goals volleys yeah like they're and they when you watch clips of them side by side they look so similar Mm. in the way they play yeah um and I just I just think Matt Letitia is quite a good comparison for me for 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 Rivaldo for
0: sort of those those facts yeah both big lad typical big lad good feet (laughs) Matt Letizia, Matt Letizia loves McMuffins. <laughs> he used to have like McMuffins on the way to training and stuff like that. So how bad is that? Could you imagine that now?
1: They are lovely though, aren't they? Oh mate, McMuffins are delicious. But um
0: a uh, fair play. No, I like that. I like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I, j- I j- and I just think as I when I when I was watching the sort of highlights of Rivaldo, I was like <laughs> How bad is this <laughs> where I'm going? He looks a bit like Matt Letizia. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fucking hell, is that Matt Letizia. <laughs> um nah, fair. What did you think? <sighs> Mine's so lazy again. Last week it was obvious and lazy. This week, So Neymar is probably the closest I can think of, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, and not because of, not because of his stature, not because of his. Uh, they're they're very different physically as as people, um, and I feel like as characters, Neymar's a huge extrovert and Rivaldo's a massive introvert. But I just think that the the pure skill coming in off the left hand side. I'm trying to think about players that play rec- like in recent times. And I don't... Rivaldo was notoriously quite lazy. And I just tried to have a think of today who are, who are the... What top side... Because Rivaldo would be in a top side. What top side would take someone in their front three that wasn't particularly hard to... Particularly willing to work hard. And I don't think there's a club other than PS, probably United. But I don't think there's a top, 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 top club that would take a... a that would take the workload of another lazy mm. player and playing off the left hand side, both had unreal touches, both extremely skillful, obviously both Brazilian, both scored shitloads of goals. Yeah, um, And uh, that, that would be me. That would be who I would. Yeah.
1: I think that's a, I think that's a fair comparison. I think it is a fair comparison. It's interesting. You say, you know, what other top side are going to take a player like that? Who is, like you said, yeah, we use the term lazy, yeah, but lazy. Uh, not
0: lazy offensively. Just not tracking back. Yeah. Just do, not doing... Football not, doesn't... Allow, I think at the time you could do that because left backs and right backs it were, You can't do You had a now. back four, didn't you? Now you have a back yeah. two, really. You have two centre backs. Yeah. And the, other, uh, and the wing backs just yeah. bomb on.
1: Everyone has to contribute and everyone has to chip yeah. in. Which is why, like, uh, you know, things like classic number 10s... Yeah. You know, it, and even to an extent, like typical classic number
0: 9s... Everyone needs to be an athlete. Yeah. Everyone needs number to tens are number tens are, are almost dead. Yeah. Like L- like a like a there aren't many players who are goal scoring midfielders who are lazy mavericks that actively yeah. do like like you look at like I Is, think Isco, what a player he you he thought he was when everyone used to play four two three yeah. one. You look at Urzil, Hamas Rodriguez, Hamas Rodriguez, and they just they've. Their careers as the game has progressed, it doesn't feel like they've progressed with it, and I feel like no. Rivaldo fits into that bracket where he probably actually wouldn't work now.
1: No, no, I completely, I completely agree. Not at a
0: top, not at the top, top, top level. Well, it's just so physical.
1: Yeah, it's just so physical, and, and and everything, everything is down to everything now is is power rigid systems. Yeah. Um, which, I. I love watching football still to this day, and yeah. I think the football is great. But it doesn't allow for those, like you said, those mavericks, those yeah. those those players that have special qualities that can that can do things that
0: are just a little bit different, a mm. little bit better. I've got I've got a question for you, right? Uh, and you asked me this last week, but I'm going to add another part to it. Who would he sign for in the modern day? Who would he sign for and how much would they pay? We're talking Rivaldo in his sort of, in his... 1999. 19. Yeah, Pete Rivaldo. Who would he sign for? And how much would they pay? And how much would they pay? Because last time we spoke about Man United needed a striker, etc., etc. Et but I'm thinking, yeah. actually, who would Rivaldo go and play mm. for? And how much would they pay? Because I think who he plays for dictates how much they pay. <sighs> it's, a tough, it's a tough one. And I think...
1: See, part of me just wants to say Barcelona, but I think that's a cop-out. I think it's, I think it's an easy thing to say. I've already say. done
0: that the last two weeks, mate, so cop-out
1: as much as you yeah. are. I'd, I think, again, in today's transfer craziness, yeah. we have to be really looking at triple figures. 100%. If he's just come off a season where he's had 48 goal involvements in 48 games, yeah. how, can, how can you turn around and say... Um he's he's not he's not triple figures. Yeah. Agreed. I think it would just be touching triple figures because of the nature of his play. So obviously he is not the most um not the most willing to do the dirty work. And I think he's not gonna be a luxury player. He's gonna be a player that's gonna have an impact on the team. Do you know I like your call from Ellie? I think PSG would sign him. Mm. I think I think PSG have got the means and they've got the um easy league. And they've got the and they've got the profile of the team.
0: Yeah, Fit maybe him. not easy league, but easy yeah. early. You, c- I, a PSG, could go and play like Brest and, pl- and play like Rivaldo, Messi, Neymar, and Yeah, in like a four.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, and just and just simply outscore the other team, and they probably be, can see goals. And but he'd
0: be on a wedge, and we know that Rivaldo likes mm. being on a wedge.
1: Hey, there I'm, we go.
0: I completely agree with you. I think PSG. What be your figure? Go on, give me a figure. All right, transfer figure. Yeah. I think I think I think
1: 110 million. Okay. What do you think? 150. I think uh, PS- that's insane. I think Josh. P- I
0: think PSG likes spending a lot of money on stuff. I think if you saw they spent what two hundred on Neymar, and he's probably on yeah, Neymar. Ex- yeah. yeah, and he's probably had as effective a season as Neymar did at Barcelona. But obviously Neymar's more marketable, and I think that comes into transfer figures. And he'd probably be Rivaldo at this time would be slightly older than Neymar was when he was leaving PSG. So I think hundred and fifty million. No player should cost that much, but that's
1: not the co- that's not the conversation yeah. we're having. Hundred and fifty million, yeah. and I suppose are they signing him from Barca? That's probably. that's probably a fee that Barca would demand if you're signing
0: him from Depor you're not paying £150 no of course
1: not but again it it boils down to what are they worth to a club
0: that's it he would be worth £260 if he had hair (laughs) according to you (laughs) (laughs) right on that on that question because I actually uh, one of my mates says this all the time would John Joe Shelby have played for England if he had hair no do you not reckon no what a player yeah good player what a what a right foot Yes. Get him in England. get him to Turkey and get him in England squad. Oh my god, an insane goal! I've just seen the most insane goal I have ever seen on a football pitch. Incredible! Incredible Zlatan Ibrahimovic. World, world so world. the the big question, I suppose, is the question of the podcast is how good was he? We can answer that between us and both say, really, 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 Incredibly really, good. really, really good was he underrated sensational or o- player
1: was he underrated or overrated for me i think this is a really obvious answer to the question and i think you have to say he was underrated yeah um underrated and overlooked for his entire career yeah um you know but then is it rightly so was that brazil side just that good when you've got when you've got Ronaldinho and Ronaldo in your side, and even the full-backs and the likes of Roberto Carlos and Cafu. Yeah, you know, um, I think it would be easy to overlook to overlook him. Yeah, but I don't think that makes
0: it right. So I'm going to say. Underrated. Yeah. I fully agree. I hundred percent he's underrated. I think he's even more underrated than Stoichkov was. Yeah. I'd I'd say if there was a scale, he is criminally underrated. Mm. And I think the reason he's criminally underrated is because who that era is compared against. I think Ronaldo just just ronaldo runs that era doesn't he i think if you looked at i think if we went and looked up how many people post pictures of ronaldo every day how many people have like how many people have mm. bought off a certain website um shirts <laughs> with ronaldo on the back or have ronaldo on the back of shirts i bet he is up there in the top of the top and he he's al- he's almost like you know those people that reach a state like beckham's got it in england where he's almost untouchable status ronaldo has that and ronaldo is in direct competition with him
1: and let's also you know, same same area as Zinedine Zidane yeah. as
0: well. That those players, are, they are just so hard for him to to come anywhere near that. So, who I think Zinedine Zidane's the best player mm-hmm. of all time, right? But let's not get into that. Let's not now. get into that. Right. Uh, you've been you've been absolutely. All I, I know what he's going to do. I'm excited for this. I have made five questions about Rivaldo's career: true or false. <laughs> all right, and they are I. I've told Lewis to not do any research because I've tried to make them as niche as hum- humanly possible. They can All be right? so stupid. True mate. or false, right? Question number one. You ready? Go on, mate. Yeah. All right. Go on. Question number one. When Rivaldo did not get his full payment for his time in Uzbekistan, he sought the help of an Uzbeki pop star to get his money back. True or false? So he didn't get fully paid by his time right. in Uzbekistan. He didn't know who to turn to. He turned to an Uzbeki pop star.
1: I mean, this sounds so ridiculous. It has to be true.
0: You are correct. It is true. Rivaldo turned to, Ukraine, uh, to Uzbeki pop star Gugusha, <laughs> who is who was, daughter of the, who was daughter of the dictator of Uzbekistan, um, to try and get some help from him in getting his money back was successful. And she's currently in prison for corruption charges. So no way. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's, the Uzbek League is a dark place, man. Question number two. Rivaldo came up publicly in Turkey and said the ball hit him against him actually did really hurt him. And he tried to sue Turkish newspaper Hurriyet Daily, which is the number one selling newspaper in Turkey, apparently, um, for some of their headlines. That's false. Yeah, it's bollocks. That's bullshit, <laughs> yeah. False. Shit, yeah. Absolute bollocks. <laughs>
1: the fact that you said it actually really hurt,
0: <laughs> I was like, Fucking turn it in. He <laughs> can't say that. Ah, uh, <laughs> <are ye>? <laughs> <laughs> right. Question number three. Rivaldo's Angolan side, Cabos Corp, great side, were relegated in 2019, seven years after Rivaldo left because they did not pay his deferred wages of $750,000. True, yeah, yeah, it is true. The club stated that they had paid Rivaldo and had already received a nine point deduction that's that season. Um, and they were relegated. A letter came in from FIFA and they were relegated to the second division and have li- and liquidated as a club this year. They've dissolved, they're not a club anymore. Fucking too right? So, Rivaldo, did he ever get his money? Yeah, probably didn't he? It'd be all right anyway if he didn't. <laughs> right, next question, Rivaldo. Almost signed for Bolton in 2004. Went out for roast dinners with Sam. Tetley's. Tetley's. John Smith's. I'm going to say that's fucking true. Yeah, it is. It's true. Love it. Uh, in 2004, he was really close to signing, but he was motivated by something else that meant that he didn't sign for Bolton. And I don't want to judge his character. I and mean, you've already gone through why not but he just didn't get enough money. They didn't offer him enough money. So that's just just fair that, enough. Fair play. And it's Bolton and it's Bolton. Yeah. I've nev- w- I've never been to Bolton so I'm not going to judge well, it. Yeah, I'm not going to start slagging off and say who wants to live in Bolton.
1: Never been to Bolton. Yeah. And the, the, the myth th- is about Bolton apparently. It's a uh, it's in a it's in a convex bu- it's in a bowl. That's is why it? it's called Bolton.
0: Smart. Smart.
1: That's complete rubbish, Josh, and the fact that you've gone for that is a real a real testament to your character. Uh, anyway. <laughs>
0: What's this last question? Because you're reeling over it. In 2021, cash-strapped Rivaldo and fellow Brazilian Ronaldinho... So he's got no money? Yeah. And and fellow Brazilian Ronaldinho, just before he went to prison, were offered a million dollars to be in a porn film called... <laughs> <laughs> Rabonas, oh, which God was God about say. two people playing street football um, and there were two girls watching... And the Rabona Brothers, spelled obviously Bona, B-O-N-E-R. I know how they're going to spell Rabona. <laughs> it's a porn film. Uh, and they and they got it on. That is bollocks. <laughs> that can't be true. Sure? 100% that's bollocks. Yeah, it is bollocks. Thank <laughs> fuck for that. Rabonas. A million quid, though. It's a million pound idea, so if any porn directors are listening, <laughs> I want my money. <laughs> right. The Rabonas. Right, how far in are we? How long have we been talking for? Mate, we've been talking for an hour and 25 minutes. Right. Should we leave our worst takes for another week? Because we haven't shut up.
1: Let's leave our worst takes for the other week. Although right. I will say, my worst take, my worst footballing take from last oh, week.
0: Fucking out
1: About Callum Hudson-Odoi being an yes. Arsenal player, which I said three years ago, and you will laughed at.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: he's linked with Arsenal, isn't he?
0: Yeah. So... We'll leave that there. And Adnan Yanazai still doesn't have a club. Big clubs out there. Sign Adnan Yanazai. He has the potential. He is better than Sterling. He's
1: fucking litter.
0: Right. Thanks, everyone. Don't forget to uh, follow on um, whatever podcast insight you're using. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, the handle is MateHGW. Um, thank you so much for listening. And we will see you again next
1: week. We won't see anyone. But you will hear from us again next week.
0: Why are you being a prick? Well, because you know you will hear from us again next week, and I and I'm hoping before next week someone can explain to me what XT actually looks like. So please get in touch if you know. Teasers for next week's footballer
1: will be uh will be coming out in a few days. So let's
0: yeah let's let this brew for a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, oh,
1: oh what a money. player! Right, guys, thank you so much. Cheers. God bless. Love to the family. <laughs>